Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, we'll revisit the trench work for the Red Raiders against the Ducks as Joey McGuire makes an assessment. Also, a silver lining leaving week two for Tim DeRuiter's defense. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Great to see you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. With the only Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Chris, great to see you again, man. And as we still process some of what we saw over the weekend against the Oregon Ducks today, we turn our attention to the line of scrimmage. And one of those things, of course, as a team, you hope to be better overall because of the tests you faced in the first two weeks, but specifically within the trenches. Man, you have seen some things, and most recently you really saw some things up front against the Oregon Ducks, as you mentioned yesterday, particularly on the defensive side, comparable to anybody you're going to see the rest of the year or better possibly than anybody you're going to see the rest of the year. So we'll spend a lot of time today, offensive line, defensive line, And then a possible defensive silver lining out of week number two we'll get to coming up in just a bit. We'll hear from Coach McGuire and also defensive coordinator Tim DeRuiter on these fronts. Let's kick her off, Wichita, with the head coach, Joey McGuire, talking about an offensive line assessment from week one to week two. Much better than week one. You know, uh, my challenge to Rusty right now, Rusty and and, – and Cole is being in better body position. Uh, there's times that they're playing too high, and it's not necessarily in their run blocking, it's their pass blocking. Um, you know, that they've got to have more bend. Um, I think that's going to give them a better base. You know, they're big men, but they're also playing big men. That nose guard from Oregon was really special, number 55. I think he's number 55. And um, so I think that's the, you know, putting yourself in better position. Um, to to be more physical in the pass blocking. A lot of people don't think that pass blocking is physical. It's more passive. But I think you've got to put yourself in, in better position. And so really challenged with that. Um, you know, I, Monroe had a – I thought Monroe played great week one. And, he you know, he had some struggles uh, week two. A lot of that was body position. A lot of that, to me – um, you know, understanding where you're at, where the play's going, and having better feet coming off the football. Um, you know, I, I think he had some good plays, but, you know, some of the plays that he didn't have really stuck out on, um, you know, you go back and you ask questions like with Tyler, and they're great questions. That's a great question with Monroe because some of the things that affected Tyler were, um, you know, Monroe could do a better job, and he will. You know, uh, he's he's a guy that's uh, he's very hard on himself, and will come back and be much better tomorrow to be much better on Saturday. I thought Caleb Rogers played his best game as a Red Raider. Um, I thought that uh, you know I talked to him this morning. He said, you know, Coach, I hate losing, but it's the most fun I've ever had playing football in that game. He said the environment was incredible. We were playing a great opponent. And I was really happy with how hard he strained uh, through that game. Um, And and so it's fun to see his improvement. You know, that one long run that Taj had off of our uh, dart scheme, 
man, he's leading in front, ends up having a big block on a safety, you know, and Taj gets probably another 10 yards off of that. And um, that's one thing he does. He's so athletic. And so, you know, we just got to build off of that. I think uh, the group overall hasn't been as good as what they thought it would be yet. I think a lot of that, at least in, I think really in both weeks, I think that you're, you're dealing with a, you know, pretty good opposition uh, that maybe causes some of that. Sure. Um, I, we, we all know that was Wyoming's strength of their team. They're all back defensive player of the year in that league, all that stuff. And then you've got some legit, I think two ends and a tackle that are legit draft prospects uh, for Oregon. One of those door lists could be a fairly high pick. Uh, the kid that was wearing number three, you, you know, and, and I think Tyler gets blamed for a lot of things. I think that you kind of hear Joey kind of telling you, hey, man, some of this, you know, running for your life, pressure in your face, make a mistake. It, it's it's um, it, it's O-line related. I think, you know, he kind of hinted at it uh, that, that Monroe really had a tough game. Um, I think that your interior was was better, not what you hoped it would be. And look, I, I'm not worried about Rusty or Cole, those two guys. I, I think uh, I think they they can play at this level. There's zero doubt in my mind. It may take a bit to adjust. Um, you know, the, I, like my guess is this Saturday they could look really, really good. And so it's it's you know it's based on kind of the competition. But the real test will come, you know, at West Virginia and then back home against Houston. And then you, you're playing these Big Twelve caliber teams when it starts to even out because you're not playing anybody that's terrible. You're also not playing anybody that's all world either uh, up front. Uh, I don't think really until not that Texas's guys are all world, but they're, they're, they're bigger bodies up front. Um, and I, and I think that it kind of got lost a bit, but you're without Dennis Wilburn, who we, we have a yeah. very high opinion of on this show. And Jacoby Jackson, I thought did a good job, you know, uh, and, and, and I do think Dennis will be back. Uh, but I, I thought uh, there's a reason why you've got to get an extra hat in the in the run game, okay, and and call those QB runs or or Tyler just pulls in and lets Taj you know be a lead blocker because that they were really good and and I don't think there's a reason you're having to get your tight ends in a bit more uh, to block a bit than you know so. Uh, but I, I do think this group has just has been solid uh, so far, but I, I expect them to improve. Um, I'd like to see what it looks like a month from now, you know, because that, that will really, I think, tell the tale. If it's the same about a month from now, I think you kind of start to get, you know, concerned a bit. We'll knock on some wood for some uh, injury luck over that stretch. So far, you've been okay through a couple of weeks. Want to keep working with the same five guys in the same five places, obviously. Uh, to develop some chemistry. You had a little hiccup with Dennis Wilburn. Jacoby Jackson steps in. But as Chris mentions and Coach McGuire mentions, uh, expecting to have Wilburn back in the fold. And, yeah, I was feeling for my man Rusty Stats, my preseason breakout star pick on Saturday. Boom, second week as a Red Raider. Here's number 13, Oregon, with one of the nastiest animals I've ever seen up front defensively. I love a good nose tackle, my man. Anybody that really <laughs> loves football appreciates a good nose guard, nose tackle. And that dude was a beast. I saw my guy Rusty going backwards a few times. His butt may have hit the turf once or twice. And I was just thinking, man, this guy is in a fight today. But for the most part, you held up. Again, was it ever good or pretty? Probably not. But you did fight. You did yeah. battle. And you made some things happen offensively to give your team a chance 
in the fourth quarter. Unfortunately, just one you didn't take advantage of. Uh, Chris, let's flip to the other side. First, today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors, and they've got everything you need to maintain your vehicle and keep that ride-or-die ride alive or elevate your car's game to the next level of performance. Whatever you're looking for, they got it at the right prices. Superchargers, roof racks, LED headlights, exhaust kits, and accessories of all kinds to fit your style, whether it's speed, power, or design you're into eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your two, three, or four-wheeled baby. Just head over to ebay.com motors where you're going to always find exactly what you're looking for and at no risk because of eBay's guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit just right every time or it's your money back, keeping you burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to keep your ride-or-die ride on the road and moving your life forward at ebay.com slash motors. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions do apply. Uh, Chris, let's flip to the other side here defensively, because I really enjoyed hearing this from Coach McGuire in this week's press conference. He talked about a guy that was making a hand that now contributes to the depth of the defensive line. It's not a Bradford or a Hutchings conversation necessarily, but it's one that turns into a Bradford-Hutchings kind of conversation as your starters because of what some additional depth can do for guys like that in the fourth quarter. We'll let you take a listen to how that came to pass and what Coach McGuire saw here once again with Red Raider head coach Joey McGuire. Another guy <clears throat> after grading the film that I thought played, he had his best week of practice. That usually translates to good games um, is Quincy Ledette. Quincy Ledette had a very good game against Oregon. And uh, it's the most reps that we've been able to play a number two defensive tackle in a game since I've been here, um, which is very encouraging because that was the struggle last year that we didn't have the depth that we needed behind Boog and Tony to get them to have some uh, better reps in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you know, because I think a lot of the talk, and, and I get it, uh, has been about where's Miles Cole and, and, you know, Steve Linton been? Like, why haven't we seen more of them show up? But, and they've been okay. Um, I think Linton's dealing with a little bit of, uh, he, he's been dinged up a bit playing through it. Uh, actually, he's got two different ailments uh, that he's playing through. Um, you know, the, the, the thumb issue, which everybody can see, and I think he's got a lower lower body uh, issue that he's kind of dinged up with. But the, the positive, and, and Joey hits on it there, <clears throat> this ought to make you feel pretty good about, you know, next year in that if, if, if Quincy will keep playing like this because, you know, Tony and, and Tony Bradford and Jalen Hutchings had to play. And, and the reason he highlights the amount of snaps – is because last year they just didn't feel like they had anything comparable to Tony or Jalen. So they had to play them um, an unfair amount of snaps. And these kids never complained. I think they tried to play at a high level, but it's it's hard, it's hard. a hard ask. Uh, <laughs> when, you, when you really never get to come off the field or you're playing like 80% of the defensive snaps because – And you're 300 pounds. Yeah, well, yeah, and and like you said a while ago, like you're you're in these fights. Like it's not <laughs> every. Snap. It's not like these these reps are just like, hey man, you're gonna run five yards, and okay, now it's on to the next one. No, you're you're like throwing. With all due respect and... to the split ends. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, 
Because what the, the whole purpose of Quincy Ledet being here and the whole purpose of, of having some depth at that position, position is that you want quality reps. Hey, man, if I could play you 40 instead of 80 reps, you, you know, you may be able to make a lot more plays than if you were playing 80, you know, just because you're that much better on those 40 reps. Yeah. And if we've got somebody that can be somewhat comparable to you and that's what Quincy did I mean I think he's earned some trust a bit I remember back in the spring and watching Zarnell Fitch a little bit but it was like man you just got here you ain't done nothing yet man don't you know you you, you I mean he was like kind of breaking him a bit and yeah. and I think there's the Zarnell coaches those guys hard but I think you're starting to see a young man kind of that transferred in here kind of get it a bit and so I think uh, it, for the head coach to really single him out, a backup defensive tackle for how he played, how much he played, I think is a, a big-time positive. And it's not just like, hey, I'm seeing this, and I think it looks good. Literally, he said that's the most snaps they've been able to give to a backup DT since they've been here. So the proof is in the pudding. And, yeah, you got to be nasty in those meeting rooms. There are two meeting rooms that you better knock before you step in. That's the O-line, that's the D-line, because those boys about to have a campfire and a powwow going on in there. You never know what's happening uh, with those. No two. s'mores? No s'mores? Maybe after the meeting. <laughs> I don't know if these are marshmallow kind of people. Not yeah. to suggest they don't enjoy a s'more, yeah. but yeah. Hamby, Fitch, in that collection, I always love those groups of guys, man. There's some characters. These are like just rooms of left-handed relievers, as we've talked about before, your O-line, your T-line. Those, those need rooms to be are, nasty. And all kidding aside, those, those rooms are where games are won or lost. That's right. That's you know, right. And I think Joey, one of the first statements he said when camp opened up and one of the first things he said in a press conference was, we needed to be better, and we will continue to try to get better up front. You win with big people. Big people beat up little people. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that was the that was the assessment. And I think that it's fair to kind of put question mark-ish with both of those groups to this point. Sure. Um, you know, and, and, and it'll it'll tell the story. You, know, you can talk about you know, QB or your kicker or your head coach or or play calls or fourth down decisions all you want it's it's really it's really that that trench work man that that's going to ultimately decide if you get to where you want to go that's right why did why did kansas state get picked so high in this league because all five starters in that offensive line for them return and why is texas getting so much praise yeah quinn ewers is going to get a lot of ink but it's because they finally have enough bigs up front and and Alabama had no answer, and I think people were like, "What what is happening? Or or you know, th- this isn't spo- the way this is supposed to go." But Texas finally has recruited to the level up front on both sides to where they can play with with that you know that kind in that kind of game, and that's where that's why we're talking about this today because it it's it means everything. You've got to be able to win up front and do what you want. One run the damn ball. That's right. Block better. Yep. You know, kind of, kind of thing. And I loved whenever McGuire got on the scene, uh, talking about building from the inside yep. out. It's got to happen. I, we saw that take place in, in Waco. I mean, that, that's how they transformed that program going back thousand percent. to the Art Bryles days. And I hope our athletics director doesn't have to apologize now just for me saying the name Art Bryles. Uh, but either way, that's where it started. You thought, oh, spread it out, up tempo, air raid, sure. But remember the rushing attack for 250 a game that hits you in the mouth? I mean, inside out is how you got to do it. They've talked about it. Time will tell if they can, but it sure seems like that is a priority, and that is sound for sore ears, Chris. Before we get out of here, 
I wanted to touch on one comment. Uh, we're not going to hear from Tim DeRuiter, but you might have heard if you took in his comments a couple of days ago. I wanted to get your take on regarding those edge rushers uh, and Coles and Linton. He said that they're basically playing well within the system, but they're not being productive enough. Uh, as in, they're doing what's asked of them and not necessarily making mistakes or you know busts or things like that, but for whatever reason, uh, not being productive enough as far as the stat sheet. And we know that translates to mostly getting to the quarterback what did you take that to mean from Coach DeRuiter, really? Well, it, it's I don't think they're disappointed in, in, in either player, okay, because yeah. I think they're doing what they're supposed to do. However, you want them to be uh, – to take a next step. And it's funny because you – I don't know if we've had this conversation or not, but Tim's big on these kinds of things because you said but. Uh, and he doesn't want them to be butt players. He wants them to be and players. And I, I, I'm like, what, what, a, you know, what do you mean? What, what are you talking about? You don't want them to be a butt player. You want them to be an and player. And, and I think what he's, what he's kind of talked about is, is like, and, and really, this is kind of Miles uh, more than than Steve because he just got here. But my, Miles is a is a butt player, and what what that means is this. He's, he's huge. He's got the wingspan. He's got measurables, but he doesn't always make the play or get home. Uh, Miles is, you know, you know, he's going to test off the charts, but there's not a lot of production on tape. I mean, you know, you know, instead of yeah. he, he looks the part, he's got all these measurables and he plays really hard, you know, yeah. like all that. And I, I thought it was it's kind of an NFL scout conversation. I think I, we've talked about that uh, a bit before. I don't know but, if I've heard that. I like that. Well, yeah, but that that's kind of where he wants those those types of guys, like the Miles Cole and the Tyler Owens, is I think in some ways to kind of take these these next steps. Uh, and I think, uh, but when you're compared to like Tyree or or when when Tim is talking about within the system and like you've got Kayvon Thibodeau, you've got, you know, Von Miller in your past and all these things. There's a high bar here to some of this stuff. First round and, bar. And you had, yeah, the, the, correct. And you had, you know, internal, you know, high bar set with these guys. And I, and I've seen that get thrown back at, at, uh, you know, at, at people at, at tech that, that made those, you know, comments about draft and, and all those things. Yeah. But I, I would also say like in Steve Linton's case, Go look at uh, go look a lot of the NFL draft folks talking about him too. So it's not it wasn't just people pumping those kids up here. Now back on on the subject, Th they just need to make a few more plays. I think that you know th the comment about we're not forcing enough turnovers. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we need to do a better job of of you know creating and forcing turnovers. It is solely on those those edge guys. That's the way the system is built. But again, in, in times, you know, Tim is asking Linton to drop. I mean, that that's the call. And I think that that Joey was real big on, on in the you know press conference earlier in the week when he was like, "There are non negotiables within a team, and if we make a call, that is your responsibility. It, it is not to ask questions. It is to." You execute what you are asked to do within the, the framework of, of that call, offense, defense, whatever. Do your and, job. And, and that that is a harsher way of saying what you just said, yes. <laughs> um, like there, there's not – and I think that these guys are doing that, but I think that at some point you want them to, to do a bit more. So disappointing, playing bad, not accurate – 
want to be a bit more, want to be a bit more dynamic, want to show up in the stat sheet a bit more, all fair. All fair. Yeah. You want to be a guy or you want to be a dude? Uh, you yeah. say Tyree Wilson has the measurables and he's triple teamed every play. I mean, yeah, I totally get what you're saying there. And it reminds me of if you play football really on any level, I would think, or any kind of sports, you've known big for nothing kind of guys. They got the measurables, but – they don't put them to use, whatever it might be. Now, guys that have made it to Big 12 football are not big for nothing guys, obviously. They're big, and they put it to use to a degree. But when we're talking about trying to be an all-conference impact guy or get on NFL first-round type of radars, you got a flash, baby. And so far, we hadn't quite seen that, and I think you're right. You know, disappointed is not the right word necessarily, but uh, maybe we're just a little antsy to try and speed things up, and I'm sure that 0-2 uh, the fact that your record is that adds to it because like a lot of these conversations probably wouldn't have them as closely under the microscope sometimes uh, if you just won the game, you know, if the scoreboard conversation went a little bit differently. Okay, one more thought from Saturday night before we get out of here, Chris. Coming up next, I want to talk about what I really think was a silver lining defensively coming out of that game, something I didn't anticipate. We'll get to it next on Locked on Texas Tech. First, today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. And in this day and age, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones when hit with the unexpected. And that's why Jace Medical is offering the Jace case. The Jace case includes five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind. So you're not just hoping for access to medication during an emergency. With Jace Medical and the Jace case, what you need is already in hand. And they make it simple. Handling everything from online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery, along with ongoing consultation and care. And with shortages, pandemics, reliance on China, and general supply chain issues, you need to be prepared now more than ever. So to do just that, head to jacemedical.com, where the process is simple. Just fill out a form and bam, prescription life-saving medications are headed to your door. And right now, save more than 360 bucks by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using our code locked on at checkout. Again, that's jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com, and the code is locked on for an added $20 off at checkout. And don't be caught unprepared with the Jace case from Jace Medical. Thanks for making Locked On and Texas Tech a part of your day. Hope you're subscribed on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you never miss an episode. Even those addicted ducks in the audience. Heard from a duck said he just stopped by to take in the opponent, and now he's addicted to Locked On Texas Tech and the insanity we dive into 30 minutes at a time every weekday. Before we're out of here today, I want to hit on a silver lining, a pleasant surprise from Saturday defensively for the Red Raiders. Something <clears throat> I didn't anticipate, Chris. When you're telling me it's Bo Nix versus Ben Roberts, wow. I thought maybe running with your hair on fire would just be the beginning of the problems with the Ben Roberts or a guy in his kind of shoes facing an Oregon offense. But, man, held his own, to say the least, Chris. I thought really played some good football individually and really spurred on some confidence, for me at least as a fan, maybe what he can do. Sounds like the same thing happened with the coaching staff. Let's take a listen to not only head coach Joey McGuire, but you'll also hear from defensive coordinator Tim DeRuiter talking about Ben Roberts against Oregon. Yeah, Ben, um, man, I, the positive is um, I, Friday night uh, we had a meeting. I had a meeting with uh, Ben, Rabbit, 
Lux, Braylon Lux, and Joseph Plunk. And Riot, Rabbit looks at him and he says, man, I'm so excited for you. You know, you're starting your first college game. I'm so excited for you. And you could see this wide-eyed young guy, like, nervous. Um, and Lux turns to him and he goes, hey, bro, don't make it more than it is. It's still football. You've been playing it all your life. We've got your back. Just go out and play. And I thought that he did that. I thought for the most part, you know, there's some things that we could do better with his alignment. Uh, very, the, one of the very first plays, he's a little bit too wide, so it changes his angle coming in to the running back, and he doesn't make the tackle. But I thought he settled down uh, the rest of the game. And, and uh, man, the kid has a high ceiling. He's very athletic. He's very – he's got a high football IQ. Um, and I think he showed that with the way he played. I was really happy with the way uh, uh, Ben played. You know, you're talking about a guy, first time getting a, a lot of significant snaps uh, against a really explosive, highly talented offense. And uh, I think at first, you know, things were really, really fast. But the, the great thing in seeing him play as he went through the game uh, is the game seemed to slow down for him. And it was really productive, did a really nice job communicating. Uh, and he kind of, you know, confirmed in our mind why we think so highly of him. And uh, I think he's going to continue to get better and better. Coach Bookbinder does a great job developing linebackers and uh, was really happy with how he played. Got to love it, man. I was really proud for that guy and, and happy to see him do it. And it was great for Tech. I talked to Ben Roberts, uh, I guess it was yesterday. What what a stud, man. I mean, he he's just – he's young, but he's not. He doesn't feel overwhelmed. Um, he's from Hazlitt, which I, I had to look it up just to make sure where I knew where, where that was because that is, you know, Justin and Justin Northwest High Schools is kind of like a uh, somewhere between Fort Worth and Denton kind of area. And then Hazlitt is kind of like a suburb of Justin and new schools popping up. And so he was just kind of in this brand new school, which I had never heard of. And I mean, he had Baylor after him and Tech after him and a whole bunch of folks. Uh, but, you know, it just goes to show you, man, even if you're in a new school, if, if you can play, they're going to find you. And I'm glad that Texas Tech found this kid because now when you think about it, now when Jacob does come back and Ben has played some time, you know, interesting decision. But now all of a sudden, okay, now we've got proven depth. Yeah. You know, now, now you've got – uh, now you've got some answers uh, to some questions here and and that are honestly going to pay dividends for years because and that was what that was the one concern about because I talked to Josiah Pierre too and I think the the concern from the coaches was with Josiah we don't want him to try to take care of this kid so much that he's trying to do some of what he, you know, what, what Ben is supposed to do and right. then do what he's supposed to do. And so the challenge for Pierre was, okay, I simply just have to do my thing. I've got to help, help Ben and, and talk when we can, but I can't try to, you know, and so it, it, it was easier said than done because it, it's not out of, you know, insubordination in of you're, you're trying to like help him too. You're, you're just, it's like inherently, you're just trying to take care of a teammate, man, trying to make sure he's good and he's lined up in the right spot. And I'll tell you who helped uh, Ben Roberts a lot during the game was was Dadrian Taylor Demerson. Uh, Rabbit kept coming down from his safety position, and he'd move Ben over or or one way or the other and get him in the right gap and all that stuff. And like and and Rabbit's, uh, you know, I think that 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 stuff is invaluable there than stuff you just don't think about that doesn't show up in a box score. But y young young players need all the help they can get from that standpoint. Uh, do you think the guy yelling in my section, we got to shadow him. We got to shadow him. 
a hundred times helped Ben Roberts at all? Did he ever hear that? I, I didn't know if that's an idea that made it to the field or not. You talking about spying Bo Nix? I get yeah. God only know. He could have been talking to the lamppost. I don't know. But he was yelling, we got to shadow him over and over. <laughs> Maybe Ben heard that. I don't know. Maybe. Not. Yeah, no. I, I, but, but I mean, 12 tackles, a sack, two tackles for a loss. Freaking I mean, Bo Nix and the Oregon Ducks over that's there. That's what man. I'm saying. I mean, Crazy. and so, and, and I think it was just kind of ho-hum. He, he, he tells me yesterday, he's like, I could have played better. I just I, I missed a few things, and you know <laughs> yeah. he goes, but I'll, I'll improve. He was kind of like you know he wasn't really like riding high or anything by yeah. any means, even though statistically by far he had the best game on defense of anybody. I mean, you lose the game. Uh, it wasn't necessarily the way you want it to look at the end of it defensively, statistically, or points wise. But the defense gave their team a chance to win. I don't have any doubt about that. So not disappointed in that effort, but I know they were disappointed in the result and looking to bounce back on Saturday. Uh, we're back tomorrow to do it all over again. We've still got a tight end conversation to have this week, Chris. We haven't mentioned so far, so I want to get to that with you coming up tomorrow as we felt that impact on Saturday and begin to turn to Tarleton State. We will give this matchup all the time it deserves. That's our promise to you. So about 60 seconds to finish up the week on Friday. No, I'm just kidding. We're back tomorrow and Friday to dive into plenty. Chris, appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoyed it. Absolutely, man. Keep hope alive, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you miss nothing. With Chris, I'm Casey. We'll see you for the next round on Locked on Texas Tech.